This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Let's have a chat about uh, coffee, though, in this hour. And, you know, whenever this has come up before, people get passionate about it. Uh, I remember, and I think the last time we had a reason to talk about this was the whole Tim Hortons Burger King deal. And whether people were concerned that it might somehow change Tim Hortons, or why it is Canadians are so fond of Tim Hortons, right? It's become a a national icon. Say double-double, everybody instantly knows what you're talking about. That's a Tim Hortons thing. You can go to any coffee shop and ask for a double-double now. Everyone knows what you're talking about. So it's, it's Tim Hortons created to some extent, our our love affair with coffee, or have they benefited from it? Clearly, coffee consumption patterns in in Canada have changed fairly dramatically over the past couple of decades, and in the United States as well. And Tim Hortons has uh, benefited in a big way. Of course, now you got McDonald's in the game. you got uh, still, you know, a lot of other popular and profitable coffee chains and coffee shops for that matter. But also the uh, onset of uh, Tassimo and Keurig, I think a lot more people are, are making their own coffee. There's a big, big market in that, too. Uh, joining us for some further thoughts, very pleased to welcome to the program here this afternoon, Savannah Charlebois, the Dean of the Faculty of Management and a Professor in Food Distribution and Policy at Dalhousie University. Uh, professor Charlebois, great, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Yeah, good afternoon. All right, well, you talk about, and you wrote this week about it, the, these, these changes that we've seen over the last couple of decades where Canada's now one of the, if not the, largest consumers of coffee in the world. So why did things change so dramatically? Well, I think it has a lot to do with Tim Hortons. Uh, over the years, uh, Tim Hortons has uh, really uh, built a brand, a very important brand, has entrenched uh, the brand into several communities, both rural and urban. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, I mean, it's it's part of it, it's been part of of our DNA, I guess. And uh, over time, we uh, we kind of got accustomed to the Tim Hortons coffee, and uh, they got involved with uh, with uh, sports causes, summer camps, and they did it very well. And it's been effective. Now, since then, of course, things have changed. Uh, even before the acquisition of uh, of uh, Burger King, uh, it, it was it was really. I mean, Tim Hortons was really involved with communities and was able to set a taste. Now, McDonald's has uh, made some inroads in coffee, uh, also other specialty stores as well. Flavors have changed over time, but still, Tim Hortons has made some, uh, uh, has adapted as a result of, of, of these changes overall. Do you think that Tim Hortons has been a driver of the, these, these changes, or have they merely benefited from it? Uh, I think so. So coffee was popular in Canada, but not as popular as now. Um, in other countries, what we've seen in recent years is the uh, is the um, rise of energy drinks. Now, a lot of Canadians do enjoy energy drink energy drinks, but there's been some resistance in Canada versus other countries. People uh, have drank more coffee, so uh, the the average Canadian is actually drinking 152. Um, 152 liters of of coffee every single year. So that's almost the size of a barrel of oil. 
That's a lot of coffee. So yeah. only only Finland uh, and the Netherlands are actually are drinking more coffee per capita. So that's yeah. and, and that what happened, I think, is because uh, Tim Hortons was able to to build in habits uh, in people's lives very well. But of course, it, things have changed. It's become more competitive and whatnot. But the the brand remained very very. Uh, visible and engaged with the game public. Well, and, and more so than any other company, at least certainly in that sector that I can think of. And it's 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 quite a remarkable success story. And and to me, it's it's still a bit of a mystery because I think they've had a lot of good luck in addition to making smart decisions. But uh, it's it's unlike any other brand in this country. Well, yeah, and and when you look at the 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 name itself, Tim Hortons, uh, you know, linked to uh, a hockey personality, and uh, and uh, I mean, his life was wasn't wasn't glorious. Uh, it, we, we're not talking about Wayne Gretzky here. Exactly. <laughs> if, if let's face it, if uh, if um, most people wouldn't know of Tim Hortons today, if it weren't for the chain. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they made a really good job in 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 linking the story of hockey and Tim Hortons with with the coffee and with the com- with communities uh, across the country, and and I, I think that's probably why Tim Hortons hasn't been able to find the same level of success uh, outside Canada. In the U.S., uh, I think they've barely opened. Um, a few hundred stores, and uh, they've actually haven't been able to uh, connect with uh, the European public. Although they're they're starting to look at Ireland and and the UK seriously. In the Middle East, they've actually done a very good job. But I've been to Dubai, and I've actually been to a Tim Hortons, and the people you find in the Tim Hortons at Dubai are expatriates. Uh, so. Seriously, so th- if you, if you have to think about one Canadian brand, uh, I would argue that Tim Hortons is is actually on the top of the list or close to. You know, what about the the, the rise in in Keurig in particular? And you, you see the, the companies, certainly Tim Hortons and McDonald's, I think, have, have tried to capitalize on that to make sure people are brewing coffee at home. They're brewing their coffee. But what's your sense of how it's it's changed the market or changed our habits? So the I mean. The, the 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 coffee pod market has uh, has grown exponentially. I mean, it was it's been it's been spectacular, uh, and it's be just because of convenience uh, essentially. And uh, but again, and, and and so what what Tim Hortons was able to do uh, that no other company in the entire world uh, did is that it actually encouraged consumers to drink a lot of coffee outside the home. With the arrival of the coffee pod, it brought people back into their homes to drink coffee. That was that's what has happened in the last few years. We've seen uh, more and more people consume coffee at home. I think uh, the increase, uh, uh, the amount of coffee actually has increased by about three percent a year over the last five years. Uh, coffee drinking at home, so that's where the growth uh, has. That, that's where we've seen the growth in Canada, and that's why Canada actually is number three in the world in terms of coffee drinkers. How sustainable is that? Do you think? I mean, <laughs> not very. Actually, a lot of consumers are starting to connect 
their coffee pods with the garbage can and they're questioning whether or not it is sustainable. And that's why you're seeing companies like Loblaw and Club Coffee in, in, in Ontario uh, designing a compostable pod so mm-hmm. people can actually continue to because I mean this is this is a this is big business. Uh, we're talking uh, about a category worth billions now. So grocers don't want to get rid of that. So they want to actually encourage consumers to continue to buy these pods, but they need to offer a, a sustainable solution. So there are two routes to that to, to that effect, and one of them is is uh, is to offer a compostable pod the other one is is recycling but recycling is much more work for consumers and that's why uh, some companies are actually going after uh, the compostable pod. Yeah, you've seen more of that, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. In terms of what we're putting in the pods in the first place, though, I remember last year we'd, we'd heard some stories about how we should be bracing for a, a coffee shortage. And Brazil's been going through some drought oh, conditions. Those rumors happen all the time. Yeah, but, exactly. And in fact, there was a study that just came out a few years, a few weeks ago, uh, claiming that that the world will cut, will run out of coffee by 2080. Well. Let's see how that goes. Uh, it's, it's very difficult to predict uh, that in advance. Of course, there are uh, concerns around viruses and, and, and outbreaks, uh, but there, there is some good research going on uh, to protect crops. The problem with coffee is that it's often grown in, in, uh, in emerging markets uh, where there's not a whole lot of R&D going on. Uh, but, of course, uh, if you've got com- countries like China starting to get addicted um, with coffee, uh, they want to make sure that uh, crop science actually remains at a certain level to make sure and, and, and keep producing coffee. So I'm not overly concerned about that. Well, as you say, I mean, coffee is one way we can get caffeine. I mean, we could run out of coffee, but we'll always have caffeine. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's the second most traded commodity in the world after oil. Wow. It's a, it's, it, coffee is a big, big deal. So I don't think it's going to disappear anytime soon. It's how we use it that's going to change. People are on the go now, and, and the, 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 the coffee pot has been successful. But, uh, but I say that uh, coffee actually has a very bright future. Now, when it comes to Tim Hortons, I don't know if it has a bright future because it's under new management. It has a new owner. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, which is uh, uh, Restaurant International Brands, and that's the hub uh, which owns both Burger King and Tim Hortons. They're trying to get into the UK, but I'm just not convinced that they're going to actually be successful. No, I'd be surprised, but uh, yeah, I guess you know. But I mean, here in Canada, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fascinating stuff, uh, Professor Charlebois. Thanks for making some time for us. We really do appreciate this. Not a problem. Have a good weekend. You too. Take care. Uh, so Ben Charlebois, Dalhousie University, uh, professor in uh, food distribution, dean of the Faculty of Management. His thoughts on our thirst for coffee, uh, and indeed, we are uh, third overall internationally when it comes to coffee consumption. Uh, the Netherlands has pretty much everybody beat, consuming 260 liters per capita on an annual basis. Finland, second, 184 liters per capita per year. And there's Canada, third, with 152. Uh, so the U.S., well down the list, ninth overall, 115 liters per capita. So uh, Canada has uh, the U.S. beat by, uh, by quite a bit. So would it be that way anyway if Tim Hortons didn't exist? We'd just be getting all that coffee somewhere else? Or has Tim Hortons helped create that demand? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, a chicken or egg thing, which it is. 
Uh, but obviously, uh, Tim Hortons is not the only coffee retailer in this country. I got a Starbucks cop uh, sitting right in front of me here. McDonald's, they make uh, fine coffee. You got Second Cup. Uh, and, and, you know, for that matter, here in Calgary, there's a lot of local coffee shops that, uh, that do very well, that have a very loyal following. Uh, Good Earth Coffees, another one that's kind of taken off as, as a chain. So uh, you got a lot of choice when it comes to coffee. Uh, but Tim Hortons is still far and away the biggest. There are just under 3,700 Tim Hortons locations across Canada. Works out about one for every 9,000 Canadians. Conversely, McDonald's, no shortage of McDonald's, but it's a big difference. One for every 25,000 Canadians. And Starbucks right behind them, one for every 26,000 Canadians. Uh, I'm going to say something blasphemous here. Tim Hortons, I don't find very good. <laughs> uh, I don't mind the, the donuts we get brought in every Thursday. Uh, donut day is, is exciting, but when it comes to coffee, I'd sooner get my coffee uh, at a number of other places than Tim Hortons. But I, I think I'm in the minority on that. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, some texts coming in. Uh, I want to get some of your phone calls as well. Davis called in. We can start there. 974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.